Welcome back, everybody. What's Gucci? Um, Happy Monday. Yeah, we're recording this on a Monday. We record most of our episodes on a Monday, if you guys are curious. So, happy Monday, but happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. Make sure you clean your house and give some time back to yourself so that you're ready for the Monday. Yeah, you're a little late on your spring cleaning, but, you know, you could just do it for doing its sake. Yeah, we're watching you. We're keeping you, um, holding you accountable. I'm not watching you, but I'm sure, you know, Apple and Android definitely are. They can Alexa. Oh, shh. Mine was listening. Yeah, no, I don't have. Wait, she about to say something. Okay, she went off. Yeah, she. I don't like when that little blue light come on. It's like, ooh, it stops. Yeah, it's like, shoot, that name you really can't say nowhere. I trust Google more than Alexa, but I don't have Google neither. You know, it's so crazy. Like, if you wanted to know that she was in the space, like, let's say you went somewhere and, like, somebody was, like, stalking you or trying to keep an eye on you, you could just call out to her. Like, where you at, you know? What do you mean? Like, let's say you went to, like, an Airbnb and, like, they were using the A-word device to, like, <laughs> keep in on you. I can't say her name, y'all. She's going to start talking. Um, You could just, like, call out to her and then you'll know she's there. I don't. You're not getting what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I just don't like it because it. Do you remember the Disney Channel original movie? Um. Wesley's phone is always going <laughs> off. Every what? every three episodes, you just know that Wesley's phone is there. It wasn't supposed Not to on be silent. like that, though. It was actually, yeah, I don't know what happened. But um, <laughs> you remember Smart House on Disney Channel where, like, mm. the house could get the newspaper and then it was like a smart house, but it was like Alexa, but she gets mad because she didn't like the way the house was like they were treating her and so like she started to like you know lock them in their rooms and the lights were off when they wanted them on like go look at it. mm-hmm. it's a disney channel river movie called smart house that came out when i was a child and it's absolutely like what it's alexa like, will be like when she megan gets upset or megan whatever the new movie is what i don't even like the name megan pronounced megan what is that megan because <laughs> it's it's chills. spelled megan but <laughs> instead of an e it's a three so me Regan. I don't it, know. It, is it the third installment of the movie? Dang, the plane is about to land on my roof. <laughs> I don't hear nothing. Really? Mm-mm. It's loud? <laughs> yes, it's a little loud. They come to pick me up and <laughs> take me home. I'm just kidding. Not really, though. That, though? Um, no, if a spaceship came down and was like, you know, it, it was mysterious, but then they talked to you and I was like, hey, you can get on and we'll take you out. Or, you know, you can pass. Would you? I don't know if I can trust anybody that says they're going to take me somewhere. That's like getting in a car with a stranger. Yeah, but it's a spaceship, so it's like they're definitely like, you know, not the average stranger. (laughs) Right. They're they're more calculated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to say that. I just I've all I've always known this, but I've it came to my mind today that. I am really affected by the weather. I was ready to go to sleep. I was feeling sad. It was because it's gloomy. It was rainy. And it was like that mist rain, not like pouring. It's like that. I'm just being annoying rain. Yeah, you know, it's like, I can't see the end. It's hella dry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I got my bed. I was like, I want to go home. Um, we, now the sun is out a little bit. I'm not saying I feel better, but I was just saying like I woke up 
not in a good mood and his cuffs are ring. It seemed like it's easier for me to feel better. <laughs> like if right. I want to feel better, this could help. Right. Yes, exactly. The son is like, come on, girl, turn that frown upside down. <laughs> That's okay, something we could talk about it sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to be better. Me? No, nah, just people in general. It's like, no, nah, I kind of. I think that this conversation we need to have on a different day because I think it's going to be long. But I just feel like there is a constant fight between people who believe like you don't want to be better. You're just not trying. And then the other spectrum is like, I try. I literally don't have control. So (laughs) I'm just not good at what I'm trying yet. No, it's not about being good. It's like things you can't control everything. And that's like a, a real thing. And yes, you can control yourself, but it's also like emotions are hard to control. It's like if you think about it, like if you can control everything about yourself and your mind, mental illnesses would not be a thing, you know? So it's like I get what you're saying. Like sometimes people don't want to feel better, but like at the end of the day, it's like maybe they are trying their best and their best is not good enough for whatever they're battling against. No, 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 no. Not that that's not true. I'm just saying the other one is true as well. But that that I won't discount what you say. I think that that's really what I mean by like some people are trying. But they're not good at what they're trying at. Like I might be trying my heart out to play basketball. If I'm not good at basketball, it don't matter how hard I try. It's not going to be good. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But like Um. it's like that for other things. Like say somebody for me for a long time, like in college, you know how much I did. Right. So like I was in so many different groups activities and then all my classes and I'm doing everything was like I'm spreading myself too thin and I but I and I didn't like being busy and I was actually just joking with a friend about this earlier I was like she was like how I was like how are you doing she's like oh I'm just busy and I was like you low-key like being busy so and they and I, they're like no that no I don't and I was like I I get it because I was just joking with them but it's like I don't want to be busy but I'm also like not good at not saying no at that time so i'm always spreading myself thin so i was like i have to try to get better at that and until i'm better at it it looked like i might like it because i'm always doing it you know what i mean yeah i mean i kind of get what you're saying like i said i think it's a division i think some people are standing on one side and some are standing on the other but i want to go too deep in it because i feel like that's going to turn into the episode and that's not it it deep yeah anywho welcome back everybody to clearly misunderstood i'm hama turner what's up i'm wesley cox and we love you if you're listening keep listening don't you turn us off if you're not listening or if you started listening <laughs> what i'll find another way to address you <laughs> if you're not listening we're gonna know because we're gonna look at the analytics and then we're gonna find you we're gonna knock on your door and we're gonna play the episode and sit with you i'll, I'll dm you hava's gonna knock on your door I'm not going nowhere. We, this has been like established in every episode that I really just don't like the outdoors. I okay. love the outdoors. I don't like social interaction, really. So, so segue in then. This today's episode, I'm just kind of talking about missing out and just the fear of missing out. FOMO, how, FOMO. how you relate to it. FOMO, how, FOMO, FOMO. How it relates to you. Do you, because <laughs> you really, yeah, you, you like to be inside, but do you ever I, feel like you're missing out? I definitely, I, well, I can't even talk. I definitely have had FOMO before. I feel like everybody has. How old were you when you learned how to spell definitely correct? I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if autocorrect did not help me, 
all of my definitely's would be spelled wrong. That's hella funny. That that word is just not gonna ever be spelled right, and I'm okay with it. Like I could be the smartest person in the world, and that's not gonna be spelled right. Um, but yeah, I feel like I had a lot of FOMO in high school because I feel like when you're in high school, it's like the thing to be everywhere and be with everybody. You know, What's that movie that came out it was like everywhere all the time, all at once. What was it? Everything, everywhere, all at once, okay. and it was not about FOMO <laughs> <laughs> at all. Um, but I feel like that's kind of like the headspace of most high schoolers. And I feel like that's when I experienced the most FOMO. Um, I think when I was in college, I experienced some FOMO, um, mostly because like the fun shit would always go down when I was at home. Cause I was back and forth from San Francisco and St. Louis in college because I had a lot of injuries. And so I'd have to fly back home to like get worked on or like get surgery or whatever and then i would go back to school but it would be so dead at my school when i was there and then as soon as i was at home my teammates would be texting me oh so so got in a fight this went down we went to this rave i'm like what the fuck like how is all of this going on and i just left yesterday like what so i feel like i experienced fomo then but i feel like now that i am like in my almost mid-20s which is crazy I like FOMO is there, but I feel like I feel FOMO more for our family than I do social events like with other people. Got you. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I get it. Which is That's like, is that homesickness or is it FOMO? But like if all of my siblings are like I could not I feel bad for Nala. Nala was living is living in New York. I'm here now. But for a long time, she was here by herself because our other sister Deja moved back home and like all of us, the Fab Five was almost together except for her. And like every time we would hang out and do stuff, I'm like, she would say, oh, I'm sad. Like, and I really feel that like anytime I was at school and everybody was hanging out and I would like call and I, you're on the phone, but it's not the same. And I would feel so much FOMO, like not being able to hang out with my family. But when it no. comes to like friends and stuff, I'm like, no, it's okay. <laughs> See, if I, it's both. I, I'd say I'm more moved by my family Right. But I feel, I think I think about the friend one more often. Because, like, the yeah. family one is just, like, always there. So, it's, like, it's not even thinking about because you don't have time to, like, not think about it. Right. Like, when I was in Cardiff, the two years that, like, everybody had Christmas together was, like, all right, you know, like, sitting on FaceTime with the family for an hour is nice. But yeah. I was, like, you know what, I'd rather just not be there <laughs> almost sometimes versus, yeah. like, be there in a certain type of way. But, like, do you... You know how people sometimes say, like, you can't miss something you never have. Can you, like, have FOMO for something you're, like, actively participating in? Like, what do you before mean? you move to New York, I know, like, a part of your, like, dang, like, I'm moving to New York is, you know, okay, I'm going to be moving away from Luna, too, right? Or, like, yeah. do you, did you feel before you left New York that you're already missing out on things? Do you know what I mean? At home? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I felt that way, but I also, like, I think that feeling is activated by the feeling or by knowing that you're leaving. So you try to cram everything. And, like, when I found out that I was moving, it was two weeks before I had to get on the plane and move. So I had, like, two weeks that I had to, like, try to cram in 
quality time that I was already having with everybody. The rest of but my I, like, was life. <laughs> no, like really, I was just kind of like, oh my God, I have to hang out with this person. Like, I have to do this. I have to pack. I have to work. Like it was a lot of things, but um, I don't know. I feel like our family is so close. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm just going to have FOMO. Like I could be in St. Louis and like down the street and like, that's why I loved being at home because we were all so close. So like if I was having FOMO, I could just pop up on somebody but like I can't do that now, yeah, so like it's like it's definitely fix. stronger, right? For sure. But I think with friends and stuff, it's always been different for me because like I feel like I've been around people where, well, not even people. Myself, I have to be in the mood for something. I'm a very black and white person, so like if I say I want to stay in, I want to stay in. If I say I want to go out, I'm like we're going out. Like for we're gonna sure. be out all night, and so like if I'm not in that headspace to be out or doing whatever, I don't really necessarily have FOMO in terms of stuff like that because like, I really don't want to go out. Like it doesn't matter who's there, who's involved. I will say probably in college, if like I was involved with a guy and I saw that they were there, I would be like, okay, now I have to go. Like, because that's just how it is with like relationships or like if you're crushing on somebody or whatever. But like, I don't know if it's just like, friends hanging out or whatever most of the time my friends had to pull me out of my room like my teammates back school you they'll tell you they'd pop up at my door and be like hava come on come out i'd be like no i'm good (laughs) no in college i used to have to remind myself like no i can sit down tonight yeah not wesley and i's uh college experiences were really different like completely different chilling keep the I, i in college it was an experiment but for me i also i'm a person that likes control i want to be in the know so i felt like going out i was just always putting myself in places where i can people watch and learn information so then like yeah if it was like yeah i'm missing a whole bunch of stories it's like people wouldn't have saw that the way i would have saw it so now i have to imagine what it was or i could have just be there and then like have my own thoughts on things right i was always trying to be there yeah and I feel Not like, that there was like I, anything in particular I was thinking to miss out on. Like, dang, they had a good time and I wasn't there. It was like, no, nah, just what did I what do I not know not being there? <laughs> right. And since you're talking about like the not knowing thing, I think it's a good thing to segue into about how like I feel like social media has made FOMO a thing. Like it's I don't know if before social media FOMO was really a thing, but I feel like it's made it such a thing now. It's such a topic. It's like something that everybody experiences. And I feel like FOMO is definitely enhanced with social media. Like you don't even know something's going on, but then you see it and now you're missing out. Like now you have FOMO because you saw it and yeah, you're not there, even, you know? Know. It's like, I mean, you get the phrase all the time. It's like, oh, I didn't even know I need that. Like, yeah. You, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. I, uh, I would say it for sure existed before, but definitely, as you said, like it just got enhanced because we're, it's actually like, so obviously like for those who don't know, I studied politics um, in school and there was, they were doing experiments with like weather messaging, right? For those who lived in the Midwest or St. Louis, we had all types of different storms and tornadoes this past weekend. And like, you know, they do messaging. They're like, hey, you know, a tornado's coming. It was thrown down. Protect yourself. Or like, if it's a hurricane, hey, you know, you want to you wanna evacuate, right? Like, the way that they give the message, they were doing all types of tests on. Because they were like, people are more motivated about not losing than they are about gaining. 
something. So it's like, if you're like, hey, if you come here, I'll give you $5. It's like, ah, that's not going to do it as much as, hey, if you don't do this, you'll lose what you already have. It's like, okay, I don't want to lose what I already have. And so I yeah. think that the, the fear of missing out is like, it's a little bit more like, it's a loss. Like, oh, if I don't, I'm if I'm missing out on something, that's to say that you already have it. Right. And like, it, and like it's I think like, we're you can't recreate that. what you're seeing. Like when people come back and they're like, oh, this happened and that happened. And then so-and-so said this. It's like, you're living vicariously through their words, but you can't recreate it. So it like, it doesn't even matter, you know? For sure. And then if in hindsight, you know, like oh, I could have been there. So, oh, right. Okay. Well, next time I'm going to. I'm just going to be there. Oh, sorry, y'all. What happened? Um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um. I will say, though, this has like nothing to do with what we're talking about, kind of. But like I did have FOMO about the storm this past weekend. Like every mean? time I wanted to be there. They were like, Shelt- get in, shelter the tornadoes down the street. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I was there. <laughs> that's the Midwestern yeah. in me. No, but for real, something that I have written down that's crazy that you even said that is that I really don't think FOMO is so much like a fear of missing out as much as like when it comes to our generation and more of like the social media kind of high intensity side of things. I really just feel like we're overstimulated. Yeah, and sure. we're so addicted to stimulation that when it's like, hey, sit down, your body's like having withdrawals. Like, no, I need to be stimulated. I need to be stimulated. Something's going on. I need to be. It's almost like we're like filling in. Yeah. Something like we're not coming. Like, just, hey, be. Be still. <laughs> I want to ask you something, though. Do you feel like FOMO is a bad thing to have? Because I feel like FOMO is kind of like it has like a a negative connotation on it. <laughs> Y'all, I, I'm sorry. I'm listening. But as we're recording, I went outside earlier and I guess I didn't shut my front door all the way. So as we're talking, my front door is just slowly opening out my peripheral and I'm trying you to figure out what's going on. There's just literally no one there. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear the wind blowing. So I'm guessing like the hallway draft just put, but I was just like, no, nah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I actually think FOMO could be a good motivating factor mm-hmm. in the sense of like, if you want something, you have to create it too, right? So like, if you don't create what you're supposed to create, then you missed out on your own creation. Like yeah. nobody else, how you said, nobody can hear that. Nobody can see it the way you're seeing it. And so there's a part of like, there's a duty of something you need to do and to not miss out on your duty, you have to, no, I think it is a good, I actually don't know that I hear many conversations about FOMO not being anything but negative. Yeah, I feel like it's always negative. I feel like if you're if you're having FOMO, you're like weak. I feel like that's like the thing around it, which is crazy because it's like I'm weak because I have emotions. Like what? You know, like I just don't get it. Or because <laughs> I feel like somebody could say too, even earlier, like, like you can't control everything. So, But you also like, are supposed to therefore just be a manager of all things you can't control that it was put on your list but you should manage it now that it's on your list you know right but no I'm, I'm i'm totally with you i think actually you actually what no like i can <laughs> almost feel that like no i think fomo has helped a lot yeah i don't know i feel like I feel like I've kind of lately like the past year have been in a space where my emotions have been kind of numb 
and I feel like I haven't really, I know that sounds like sad, but it's not mm-hmm. sad, y'all. <laughs> um, so I feel like I haven't experienced FOMO in a very long time because I haven't been like wanting to be anywhere, you know, like, and not in like a depressing way. It's just like everything was just kind of like, you got to feel to feel. Right, exactly. You have to feel to feel. So because I wasn't really feeling, it's like FOMO, like what? Like, okay, they're doing that. I'm here. Like what? I just, I don't know. But I, I definitely know the feeling of FOMO because I used to have it a lot. But I feel like recently, and it's weird when you hit a space that's like the complete like 180 from what you used to feel or like a version of the 180 because it's like you look at yourself and you're like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. But it's also like maybe you're just growing like maybe this is just not your norm anymore to like want to be somewhere that you see other people that you hang out with are at you know it's i was having a conversation recently kind of similar where it's like you when you're either looking to do something new or transitioning out of something you used to do there should there's like a space where it's like are you being fake or are you just figuring out how you do that differently now right you know what i mean like i i mean i think that's from like an a i think that's like from the outside point of view for sure rather than like yourself see i think for me i yeah totally speaking for myself it's more of like an inside out like my friends don't think this about me but i am putting pressure on myself like through my friends you know yeah, I mean? but I'm, I'm saying like, on, yeah. I get what you're saying. I was just speaking more on the fact that you said like, am I being fake or am I, is this just me now or whatever? I'm saying like, I never, in situations like that, I never see like, oh, I'm being fake. I like, because that's, for me, if somebody's like, oh, they're being fake, I think of that as like an outside looking in versus like you actually thinking you're being fake because you would know you know (laughs) i don't don't know i don't know a fake person might they don't know they fake (laughs) listen if you feel like you fake you fake come on now (laughs) no somebody had walked up to me and some friends before at a bar i was like i got a question for you if i'm fake but i tell you i'm fake up front am i real yes you're real about being fake (laughs) yeah so you fake about everything but being fake yeah you know i feel like when that happens to me the shift it's like because it's something new that i've now kind of settled in it doesn't i don't accept it as is i always think oh there's something wrong with me like off the jump i'm like okay so something's going on this is not normal but like i feel like we forget that normal isn't a thing because you're always changing there is no normal for sure so but but that's exactly where I'm going to say this and then I'm also kind of go back to something you mentioned earlier, but that's where the, I think the fear can be even greater. Like if things are constantly changing, then what I know now isn't like to stay in the know you have to be in. And the so, fear like, of missing out yeah, or just like the if, fear. Cause if, like if everything's always changing, like if I don't, whatever the thing is that you're wanting to be included in that you participate in, when you skip it, it's like, what happened? I'm not up to date anymore. Like, we yeah. update our phone. You got to update your phone every night. It's like, okay, well, if I, if I, you update your phone every night. 
it's on auto update yeah you know what i mean it, it do mm-hmm. something every Go night ahead. i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> well, you you just gonna judge me if i see no i like if if you go to your settings and update your phone every night you click settings in general to look for system update every day you are more organized than the norm like you're you're ahead of your time also (laughs) reads what the update is this is what i'm saying they're reading the fine print (laughs) your phone may crash and they don't do it you know no what were you saying (laughs) yeah to go back i was saying like for me i'm in a i'm in a space right now where Again, like for the last 2020 or 2018 to 2020, I lived in the UK. So most of my friends and family obviously are not within any type of arms reach, right? So like I wasn't even being invited to things, which was great because like one, I can't. And then when I got back, I also just wasn't the same person. So I was like, I wasn't doing a lot of these things anyway. And so then there's like a pressure of like, I'm about to always have to say no. You know, shout out to COVID. It was like, oh, people already knew not to ask me for nothing. Wesley's not going. Wesley's sitting in his house and chilling. But now that everything's getting back active and I moved back into St. Louis instead of just Jefferson City, I'm very much in a space right now. It's like, okay, the things that I really like to do sitting down and reading, they're getting harder to do because everything, there's so much stimulation that's literally in arm's reach. It's like, what am I not? What am I missing by focusing over here? Yeah. I do want to touch on COVID. Do you feel like FOMO or COVID made FOMO worse for people? Because I think about it like I wasn't like this, but I feel like during COVID, you really had to be selective on who you hung out with if you decided to do that. So, so like if that's you're for people who if, treated COVID like something because half the world was outside like it. Well, never yeah, happened. I was outside rolling under a gate so I could <laughs> practice. <laughs> so I I know. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I mean, kind of you sat on the whole world like school stopped on Earth. Yeah, I know. You know I mean, like everybody's. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I know you was in school, but like no, every- no, I'm just laughing because like I literally told Mars the other day. I was like, or no, I told Nala and Nick. Nick is Nala's boyfriend, by the way, because I don't think we've mentioned him on here before. But I told them the other day, I was like, bro, the best thing that could happen is another lockdown. Like I'm ready. No, I actually, like, I thrived. <laughs> I wasn't one of those like church kids that had lockdowns growing up. Like I know hell of people who had like oh you know like the church lock-in. I did. COVID was that's my a lock, lock in, in, not a lockdown. I mean, it's, you know, that's the child version of a lockdown. I, I feel like okay. COVID was like an adult lockdown, and I think we could implement something like that seasonally. Yeah, I, I think that there should be like because for least me, two weeks where you did nothing, like nobody it didn't is enhance missing out. It was literally like, hey, there is no pressure to do anything but focus on what you would like to focus on. I think that was the thing. I think for a lot of people. I don't know. Like, they took away everything that seemed like legit. That was all kind of up in the air. Jobs in school was like, I don't know what's going on right now. The only thing that was constant mm-hmm. is like, hey, who are you? And it was like, well, if you don't know that, now I'm anxious because like all my distractions are all I have. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I loved the lockdown. Granted, I didn't have bills to pay, so yeah, I, mean, I was I really just kind of out pay, here living still, a life. Twenty twenty. 2020 is probably like on paper that's probably like i mean the lockdown was great the granted year. the past three years have been shit for me 
but 2020 like having to like getting to wake up and not have anybody asking anything of you is like the the biggest dream you could have like <laughs> that was that was wonderful i mean she, yes i had said, to go I back didn't to school miss anything no, really. I, I miss not missing actually no really <laughs> um no i had to i had to go back to school to run even though i wasn't in school which is stupid but besides that like I like working out anyways. I choose to work out. So like to wake up and just work out and then do whatever you want for the rest of the day. Like that's wonderful. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, COVID definitely affected the world. But as far as like missing out things, I think there are a lot of people who delayed like a year and a half. Delayed two years of like, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting for things to happen. And now people are back outside. Because I remember thinking like, all right. The way everybody I'm talking to wants to see each other and hang out, but everybody's distant because, like, if you want to see your mom or, like, your grandmother who's in bad health, it's like, okay, I can't see anybody because if I want last minute to see my grandma I want or grandfather, yeah. I want to be able to go see them. I don't need to wait two weeks to feel a certain type of way. No. So, like, I was thinking, like, all right, when everybody comes back outside, people want to love each other. We want to kick it. It's going to be, like, the summer you always imagine as a kid is what the world's about to be back like. And then it was, like nah everybody was still holding on to them grudges <laughs> yeah nobody nobody changed <laughs> they were just stagnant active. for a whole year and a half no it's actually crazy this has nothing to do with what we're talking about but it's like crazy when i remember when i realized that like people really don't think covid is here no more like they, it just all the things that we went through were just out of their memory um yes during covid there were a lot of people who didn't like actually do covid things or, you know, the things they were supposed to do. But I remember I had to go somewhere on a flight and nobody was wearing a mask in the airport. Like, nobody. I was probably, like, one of a handful. And I was like, so the world back to normal now? Like, y'all don't remember what we just went through? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Y'all forgot? No, really. And it it's also, I had that experience no when I had to come back home from San Francisco. And in San Francisco, you know, everybody had on mask. Like, you had a mask and you were staying six feet away from somebody. Mm -hmm. And then I went back home to Missouri and like nobody had on mask. I was like, what? I'm like, y'all, what? I mean, cause it's, you honestly, you start to get those. It's like, oh my gosh, they like, she still thinks COVID's real. Like, oh, she's. Yes, <laughs> I like do you, still you think it's real. The Wehrenberg whispers. Wehrenberg. Swear. <laughs> and I'm looking at them like, oh my God, they don't think it's real. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, it's I a ghost. Know. COVID definitely, I will say something, it kind of like, it added to that, the separation, like what side are you on? Like, do you do this or do you do that? I think I feel that like the last was like, three years of life have become very political. Like, I feel like a lot of relationships have been decided on what choices you made in the past three years. If, if, if we're kind of just being serious, I think FOMO is a political decision. What are, FOMO is like, what am I prioritizing? I think what you kind of said earlier, like, if you want to be out, you're going to go out. out. So yeah. if I don't want to be out, I'm you're not missing what's happening out because I didn't want to be there to miss it. Right. I think that you're unique in that. Whereas for some people, it's like they're not doing the things they want to do. You're just doing to do it. And so it's like, yeah, you you feared missing out. So you went out and now you're out having a miserable time wanting to be home, but won't go home. Because right what'll happen if you're not out right exactly of what if you go home and then stuff go down of course you're sleepy 
Like I, the, to say in saying that as that example, then question for you is like, where's the line or how do you feel? What's your thoughts on like the fear of missing out actually just being a fear of not being included. And so since well, you think that's like, so funny, you know you're I mean? asking like, me this question. This is so funny. You're asking me this question because I literally was just thinking like, fear of missing out doesn't necessarily mean physically being out. Maybe fear of missing out is fear of not missing out on a feeling that other people are feeling, whether that be inclusion or love or friendship or a family, you know, like maybe you're missing out on those things and those aren't present in your life. And you're like, damn, I wish I had those. I feel like fear of missing out kind of extends more than just like, Oh, my friends went out and I missed that, that, you know get together or whatnot yeah it's not i actually i usually don't think about it so much in the in that physical sense of like dang i missed a birthday party it was more like yeah when everybody's sitting down at the table reminiscing it was like dang i wasn't there for that like those are the moments it's like ooh, i knew that was gonna happen like when you miss sometimes when you miss a good birthday party it's not even the birthday party it was like oh y'all listen to it was like that dance moment at the party something like that yeah Yeah, I feel like for me, a lot of my fear of missing out was fear of not being included or not feeling that the party wanted me present. So you going was confirmation of like, oh, y'all do want me here. Well, yeah, it was like, I feel like I felt FOMO the most when something would like, for instance, in high school, something would go down. I would see it on social media and I'd be like, not only am I not there, but nobody told me about it. So now I'm pissed. And I'm pissed because I'm not there and nobody told me about it. And so then you reach out to friends or whatever. To the know like, about oh, it people. Who know about it are, are there. You see them in the video and they're like, oh, it's such a last minute thing. We just did this. And I'm like, and I, t- I'm, first of all, I want to say that like people who have FOMO <sighs> and people who are overthinkers like me, I feel you. I feel for you because when you're in a situation like that, it's like that could all be a fact. It all happened last minute. You all got together and now you're here. But you an hour in and you still didn't tell me, you know, like and so now I'm overthinking the situation and now I'm overthinking our friendship because like you got me fucked up, you know, <laughs> so like I just feel like Dang. that's when I felt FOMO the most I because it like it escalated. I saw the carnival. I parked. I got out. I met up with them. We and then you like so now you rethinking our whole friendship because I happen to be at a red light and <laughs> look to no, my no, right. No, <laughs> no, I'm. I get pissed when it escalates to the point where like it's obviously been happening for a while and nobody thought to think like oh you guys we should always reach out. Do last minute things together. No, like for real, for real. And I'm not oh, saying I'm not this last like minute worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this happens to me all the time, but I remember like in high school, it happened a couple times. And like I it was hard for me because I went to school in Kirkwood, but we lived in the city, which is like a 20, 30 minute drive. So a lot of the time people wouldn't tell me what was going on because they thought it would be a hassle for me to try to like come out there. And it's like that's on me to figure out, you know, and I get how it's like your friend or person is like taking the extra step to think about how it would be for you but like it's not your job to make those decisions for people you should just do your part and then let them figure out the rest and if they can't make it they can't make it you know and i was about to say i also think sometimes that person the other person they're doing too much meaning like right that's what i'm saying it's not it's not up to you you might think like dang they're going i would have liked to go it's like no they were going because they you know what i mean like you don't yeah you don't have to be included which I mean? think 
I think sometimes we miss. Okay. I can only relate to this from TV shows because this has never been me in my life. Are you the, hey, call me and just leave me a voicemail if not, even though I won't be there? Like, like you're like, hey, call me to let me know. So it's like, hey, I'm going to call you. But if you don't answer, you're like, hey, just leave a voicemail so that I can know that you're there. And it's like, I'll call you. And you know what I mean? Like, are no, you I the, don't know what you're talking about. I don't be leaving voicemails. <laughs> yeah, I actually, if I call get somebody it. and they actually have a voicemail set up, it's surprising. I left a message. I called a friend on Saturday. And he didn't answer. And most people, I feel like you usually get the like, you know, this user has not set up their voice and you mm. just hang up. You don't even really let it last I that long. I think I have a voicemail set up. But his was like a straight voicemail machine. He had a whole message. I listed the whole thing. I was like, well, since you asked me to leave a message, I'm going to leave a message. But yeah, you write <laughs> voicemails. They don't exist. I think I, I get this has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but like I get the voicemail thing like making one because of like professional reasons. I think that's why I have mine. But like, I don't leave voicemails, even if somebody has a voicemail set up. Yeah, don't leave me a voicemail, text me. <laughs> but I don't get what you, how this connects to what I was saying. You said sometimes you not included or something like that. I don't know. So, you know how sometimes what you think and then how you want to say what you think don't match up? No, I say what I think, and it comes out the way that I thought it. No, that don't that don't always <laughs> happen for me. My uh, something something broke in my streamline, so we gonna have to give up on that thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wesley just took me down the hole and left me there. He was like, "Stay in the dark." <laughs> I'm closing yeah, the doors. I was, I was I'm like, "What is up. going on?" I was like, "Down like you didn't. You gonna stay in there?" I the the listeners out. are the listeners are confused. I'm confused. I feel like Fez, you're fucking confused. I'm confused. <laughs> What's that you from? Know? Euphoria. Fez, when, um, what's his face, dad? Nate's dad was like, you have my tape. Oh, and yeah, he was, he was like, hella confused. You're confused. <laughs> I'm fucking confused, bro. <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> That's how I felt when I got in trouble with my dad that day. Like, Who'd you say it to? Say what? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. No, when you um, said it, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, mine, mine was mine was about that fast comment. I was gonna say, you sounded like uh, when you're like you're confused, I'm confused. All I heard was dry eye. Clear it up. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I think of um, dirty mouth. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Clean. What is that? That's a double mint commercial. Who is double it, Spearmint? What? Nah, double no. Mint, the twins. Who is that? It was... um Orbit. Yes. Orbit. Low-key <laughs> gum commercials used to be fire. Car insurance got it now, though. Yeah. I want to talk about FOMO, though, in terms of, like... Um. So we touched base on it being a feeling rather than being present. And I want to know, like, when do you think you feel FOMO the most? Because you didn't really give much of an answer earlier. Yeah, for me, FOMO is more of like a I'm not set in myself. Like you might go through seasons where you're stronger on two feet than others. And so like I feel I feel FOMO most when I'm in a transition. between. No, I'm not talking about, about yourself. I'm talking about what situations do you feel FOMO the most? 
Like, it, is it with a feeling? Is it with not being present at a thing? Is it a friend group? Is it your family? Is it a specific person? Like, I think it's when a group gets together. Like, I, I don't know that I've ever... I think it's really easy to solve missing one person. I can call you. I can go see you. I can hang out. If this Do you group feel like only, that's enough? Calling? No, no, no. But I'm saying it's... I, regardless of what it is, just there's, there's more variables in a group. So it's easier to satisfy, I think, unless it's like a super distance type of thing, like you're halfway across the world money thing. It's easier to see these two people down the street than this one person here. Of course, you know, that's a little more practical. But in like the grand scheme of things, I think it's way easier to satisfy missing anything when there's one versus like it's a group of people. Like I said, when I was in Cardiff, in, in, in our family now, like, hey, everybody might be able to get together for Thanksgiving, but maybe not Christmas if days off don't work. Or like, but if I'm going to be gone for both, it's like, dang, when are we going to have the chance? I might only get one or two chances a year to get Nala and Luna and Dama and Sean and you all in the same room. So if I'm mm -hmm. not there for that moment, I might have to wait five years for that one. And so it's like, it's group things. But yeah. even when the group things happen every week, it's still like a all right. I miss it because it's like it's just a group thing. Every time yeah. there's, yeah, for me it, it's a it's a people thing because I really enjoy my friends, mm -hmm. and I really enjoy being alone. But managing the two has always been difficult for me. Mm. It's like when I was a little kid. My mom, I don't know, she all, she never, she would all, she ate just so different than Andrea and I, that when we'd be driving around, she'd ask us, you know, like, hey, what do you want to eat? And I'd be like, what are you going to get? And she's like, well, I don't know yet. What do you want? And My so, mom does that. you know what I mean? <laughs> so if me and Andrea, if we say we want McChicken sandwiches, so we go to McDonald's and we get a McChicken sandwich. And then on the way home, you stop at Fazoli's. It's like, I don't want my McChicken no more. I want Fazoli's now. <laughs> but you didn't, if you'd have told <laughs> me you, you wanted, let me know. you know, if you would have told me you wanted Fazoli's, that you was going to get Fazoli's, I would have said that, right? I think for me, it's that scenario. It's like, I didn't have all the variables. So I, now I feel like I didn't make the right decision. So like I bobbed when I should have weaved. I weaved when I should have bobbed. You know, it's so crazy that you're saying this because Wesley, in our first, well, not in our first episode, in our New Year's episode, he said that he was going to respond to people in the moment instead of waiting days. Wesley takes forever to give somebody an answer because of this one reason. Absolutely. Needing to have all the variables. But it's like, kind of going back to what I was saying before, you're doing too much work <laughs> for other people. It's like, you just need to stay doing your part and then like... Because now you're, now you're in this specific situation. Now you're placing yourself on other people's time or things that For is sure. like, that's not, you know, yours to take. But if you just gave an answer, then it's like your bob and weave has to be authentic to what you feel in the moment, I feel like. Like for me, I give answers pretty quick because I'm like, like I said before, I'm very black and white. Like, like if I want to go, right I'm going to go. If I'm not, I'm not. So it's funny because it's like, when you mentioned the Fazoli's and the McChicken thing, obviously you're a kid, you don't have money. But like, I think of myself now, if I got a McChicken and then I pulled up on some Fazoli's and I wanted Fazoli's too, I'm like, I'm gonna get Fazoli's too. Shoot, like, absolutely. <laughs> like now, it's, now I'm going to, but I don't think even. I mean, of course, like you said, as a little kid, you don't have money. But even now, I don't. 
you might not have money to spend, but I don't think some people also they don't ha- they might not have the emotional capital to like be able to deal with some of those things. Like, yeah, it's easy for it's okay if I miss that. But like, I mean, how you said it could be something little. Like you just had a really bad day. Everything, you know, it was just a dumb day, and then you wanted to hang out with these two people. Those plans broke up, and then somehow you see that they cross paths later, and it was just like, yeah. and you're like, what you the don't fuck? have, <laughs> you don't have the emotional money to have been able to see that, right? And that's yeah. what I was talking about earlier about FOMO being a feeling rather than a physical thing. I feel like I feel FOMO emotionally more than like, okay, so you now know having, what I'm saying. Now, and now I can understand the question that you asked earlier because I've really been trying to like, what are, where do you at? I feel FOMO when I say no to something and mean the no. So like if you call me, hey, we're going to do this tonight. Do you want to come? And it's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. But then when I see y'all kicking, it's going to be like, dang, I'm glad y'all are having fun. It's not so much that like it's not a hate, like I'm not there. And it's not even a, I wish I was there as much as like you just feel not being there. I feel like that's just like a, a consequence of how much I can see that y'all are enjoying yourself and whatever I'm seeing or whatever it might be. And so yeah. then like that's where I feel it. It's not like if it's y'all did that and I didn't know about it and then I find out after that usually I don't have like that usually I don't I don't feel too much because it's like, no, that was a them thing. That just wasn't a us thing. Like, it's never yeah. like, why wasn't I in it? It was like, that was y'all. But I feel you, like I have a habit of doing that all the time. Why the wasn't opposite. I in it? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I never feel why wasn't I included. It was like, dang, I said no, and I might have, I should have said yes. That's I my I feel FOMO. like for me, though, it's like, I feel like I feel that way a lot, and I don't want to feel that way all the time, but I feel like I feel that way because most of the time I don't want to do anything. And so then when somebody doesn't ask me, I'm like, is it because I said no the the past five times? But like this time I would have gone. You never knew. You know, like that's kind of how I am. So that is what I was trying to get to on the voicemail thing of like, even though this can't happen, you should still have called me. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, even if I don't answer, leave a voicemail. It's like if you can't talk, you can't talk. What am I leaving a voicemail for? Right, that, but that's that what I'm saying, is, yeah. uh, which I get it because like from the perspective of somebody who's like not me, like my friend or whatever, it's like Hava said no 10 times. So why are we going to tell her about this? But like for me, it's like, let me know every time because you might catch me on the wave where I'm like, yes, let's party, you know, like, or yes, let's <laughs> hang out. Yes, See. let's go do this. Because I know I, some of you guys probably know me personally, but some of you probably don't. Um, like Wesley's side of people or whatnot. But Wesley knows that like, I'm pretty chill. I just want to stay in the house most of the time. But every blue moon, I'm like, let's go skydiving. Let's go sleep in a, a closed business. Like the most cr- crazy random shit. And but like, you have to too, catch me on that wave. you respect it because Hava is also true to what she's saying. Meaning like, I can remember an instance where an evening, I'm already out. Sean, our cousin, is at like a pregame and he's heading to come out where I am. And then Hava had texted all of us like, hey, so what's happening? And it was like, oh, things are in motion. It was like, okay, like who can pick me up? And it was like, oh, well, I'm here. And it's like, hey, I'm here. And, it's, and then it was about, to, there was a moment of like, it was like a 10 minutes of like, who's getting Hava and how are we doing this and in what time so she can be ready. And you can just feel in the text message that Hava's like, 
hey, this is a night I can go out if I don't go out right now. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna see me like, for the next ten <laughs> weeks, like for real. So like when I'm ready, hey, be ready, like, cause like there's like I got I'm ready. I got thirty I got thirty more minutes that I'm willing to be out. What are we? Am I out? Like, no, like for real. <laughs> and it's so funny because that specific instance, I literally just put on my night clothes, just put, did my skincare. So I was like, if I'm in the headspace, you better figure it out quick and we better do it because for the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to say no. But like just because I'm saying no doesn't mean like don't like let me know because you might catch me in a moment where I'm like, yes, let's go fly honestly, to Africa. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got back to this because how I said how you said I left you and the listeners in the hole. I really was trying to get to that was the example. A, a good like, hey, if you said no seven times. Yeah. On the eighth time I didn't ask because I was thinking no and I should have asked. It's like, okay, but like you should also you kinda gotta understand like why I didn't ask this time too, right? Right. Like Yeah. And I think it, it's a communication thing. Like I don't communicate to people like let me know every time because but I just expect that my friends know that. Like just know that like See, you might just catch me. I'm this 50, is where 50. I also think group chats are a blessing and a curse because in the group chat, a lot of things are put in our group chat. So like I people know me. I'm Mr. Mute. I'm muting the group chat off rip. I'm gonna check it when I check it. I'm gonna respond when I can. And this is why he'd be on the group chat three days later. I've done really good about <laughs> I don't have my family chat muted. I'm very good. Wow, now. we're unmuted now. I'm get I'm getting better about wow. managing my participation in the family account. But if if there's an account there if it's a, if I'm in a group chat where the majority of the people are friends, it's muted. Um, but I enjoy the no, inclusion. I do that too. I'm not even going to lie. But family no, you, is yeah, not. Like, it's com- got to be unmuted. You really shouldn't have many notifications on. Like that kind of scares me. It's like, damn, everything notifies? Uh-uh. But <laughs> but on like the, the missing out, I don't feel I'm not missing out because it was in the group. And even if it's not in the group, like if you're in this group, anything that I do, you're invited to. And that's known. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so it's like, wanna, hey, we're going to the game. Like, we're going to the game. You know what I mean? Well, I want to say this. Do you feel like fear of missing out is defined by you know and you can't go or you don't want to go? Or fear of missing out is defined by you didn't know and then you found out after the fact? Because I feel like well, for me, it's more of the after effect thing. I was going to say, I think, yeah, that that was really just dispelled like right a second ago. I don't, I really don't think about the thing I didn't know and a- afterwards it is it is mm. so, it is really for me did I say no and in hindsight do I want my no to have been a yes mm. that's, that's interesting. where that's where all of the weight is because it's like FOMO for me is a battle of like did I trust my decision in hindsight and mm. you can't actually answer that question because you don't have enough information in hindsight to know if it was wrong. That situ- that wouldn't have happened if you were there. That yeah. fight would not have happened if you were there because you would have asked her to go to the bathroom. Y'all was in the bathroom anyway. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, right. you don't know what was going to happen. So you can't make the decision. But because there's like an unlimited amount of thoughts right there. Yeah. That's where my anxiety can sit and hang out. But let's think Which about Which is really, it's really you. It's a universal brand for you. To have anxiety on making choices because the commitment thing is like your thing. And it's interesting that for me, it's like I didn't know because like 
an inclusion thing is my thing. Is so I'm thing, like, why you sure. ain't let me know? Like, no, honestly, which is so funny. That's why interest. You, I mean, you you ask the question like, no. You even say you're like, you don't know what I'm saying because it's like I yeah, didn't. Yeah, did you start know. to answer? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, no, no, no. The inclusion. Yeah, I've never not felt included. It's more so because I feel like invitations. I know some people hate open invitations. Like, hey, you know, you're always welcome. And it's like, no, See, that's, that's not me. real. That's literally me. I, I hate. Don't, I don't say anybody can come because like, no. I respect the open invitation because that suits that suits who I am on like the base level. Like I have to do work. The open invitation says come. You know, like the churches that are come as you are. If mm-hmm. I want to come as I am. <laughs> that's who. Yeah, I, I need to jeans i can come blazer i can come i if i got a if i'm in jeans and it's a blazer day like oh then i can't show up but the invite i be feeling it's not the invite. having to make a choice no no yeah like fomo for me because the open invitation leaves it up to you thank you but if somebody's putting it in your court then it's like there's time attached to it facts like an rsvp is like if I love you, it. if I love you, I can RSVP right away. If I really have to think about the RSVP. You don't love him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I actually feel the most FOMO with? For myself personally is with money. Like if I bought something and then later, like when you talked about like if you said like no and you really wish your no was a yes later on. That's how I am with like expenses. But, I like buy something see, and then like later on easy. I'm like, if I save that ten dollars, I can have this right in front of me. No, you just need to save your receipt and know within thirty days <laughs> return that joint. No, but it's like a lot of the money that I spend is on food. I be getting FOMO with food too. Like if somebody's eating something and they post it, that's when I'm like, Oh my god, I wish I was in Belgium eating this waffle. Like that's how I am for real. That's how I felt when we went to Little Caesars that day and they had that brownie cookie thing and I was like I'm gonna have to try that. Do you remember? Oh my god, yes, it's so gross. <laughs> it like or when you when you pick a meal and you're like you're solid on your meal, but then the person that you're eating with has something that tastes better, then you like, damn, I should have got that. You know, See, like again, I, that that only <laughs> happens to me if I've never been to the place. Like if I know, I don't try things new. Well, yeah, he doesn't like, try right? things, so that makes sense for you. But, but I'm like an experimenter. I'm like, man, I didn't even think about that. I don't, it just happened the other day. We went somewhere for brunch and I ordered a pizza and so did, so did my friend Nick and it was trash. Like the pizza was, the Dang. pizza was trash. Like I, I, we literally, I was eating the pizza and I was thinking I would really like a Tony's pizza. Like I could have threw it in the microwave and I would, it would be so wow. much more satisfying. Not and the then grocery store pizza. But at this same place, like they have voodoo shrimp, uh, like, some shrimp Pasta tacos or, or it, it was something uh, and oh no 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 it's uh what's it's shrimp sushi does that make sense mm-hmm. can you have shrimp sushi mm-hmm. oh I okay so. okay yeah. so that yeah they had it's like a, a they had a voodoo i don't you know i'm ignorant i don't even i didn't know if fish <laughs> and, or if, if uh shrimp i mean not all sushi, sushi is fish but yeah so like they had some type of voodoo and he, he tasted a, somebody's and was like oh no i got the wrong meal then he was pissed he was like i spent yeah, $20. that's me. And the food he got was more expensive than hers, and it was the yeah. bad. It was a bad. Yeah, 
That's literally me. And I'm like the type of person where like I get I'm such a foodie. Wesley can tell you I get so excited about food. I plan my entire day around food. And so when I get she told a meal, y'all she follow a Trader Joe's lady who just tests new food. Yeah, like it's my shit. I love food. And so when I eat something and it's not as good as something I should have gotten or something I second guess, I'm pissed because I'm like, I just wasted stomach space and money. Like that's the worst combination. Oh my How God. often do you double down? Like you said you wanted that and you got this. It wasn't good. Now your next meal has to be. <laughs> no, for real. I'm like, I have to be strategic with my next meal. It can't be too. Di- like, no, because I only like twice a day. So, yeah, it's got to be good. Anywho, we've exhausted this topic. Um, if you guys made it this far in the episode, DM us shrimp taco. Oh, no, shrimp sushi. What'd you e- say? Either works. Shrimp taco or shrimp sushi. Yeah, shrimp. Just just DM us shrimp <laughs> if you made it this far in the episode. And we'll give you a little extra love. A little $5. No, I'm kidding. I ain't got no money. <laughs> You've been volunteering your time and money. I'm going to knock on your door. I swear, I'm going to knock I'm on your call door. You. I got and you $5. know what's so funny is all <laughs> this, if you knew me personally, all this is not going to happen like at all. Yeah, no, It's this so is, off-brand for this me. Is for, this is for sure a lie. Hava will tell you she's gonna send you five dollars and send you a five dollar (laughs) request don't even play me you acting like i'm money hungry like i'm a gold digger no No. but if you ask for five dollars for some food though (laughs) that would be me hava all the time when she was living in san francisco as a broke college student does anybody have money to get hava a coffee today In the group chat. I said a dollar a day can make the hunger go away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Can I have Starbucks? (laughs) (laughs) I've been struggling, y'all. Not really. I don't be struggling, but I be acting like I'm struggling sometimes. Anyways, we love you. If you guys have any topic ideas that you want us to talk about, you want to pick our brains. DM us those because we would love to talk about things that you guys want to hear. So for sure. And and your thoughts on our what we currently talk about, because even though we might not talk about it again, we also would love to hear your thoughts on it. Like, do you fear things that are far away? Like, are you a long distance fear or do you just fear the things that are super close? Because it's like you could have been there because you could have been there. Like, yeah. Or if there's something that we've talked about in the past that you want us to talk about more, let us know. Did we not unpack something enough? yeah and i feel like we haven't had a we haven't this is our second episode back but i feel like we haven't had like a funny hee hee haha episode in a while so if you guys have any funny topics you want us to talk about let us know about that too or something to react to like i'm not good at like watching tv but if y'all have like a good movie or tv shows like i would love to know y'all thoughts on this from a movie expert and a really ignorant non-movie person and see where the (laughs) conversation goes let us know I really want to do like a a confessions type episode. I don't know how we would be able to do it anonymous. If you guys know how to do that, let us know. But I would love to like read people's stories and then like talk about how we would approach situation or like what we think about. I think that would be really funny and like interesting. No, I do like those for sure. Yeah. So hit us up if you know how to do that. Give us some scenarios and DM us shrimp tacos yeah shrimp tacos <laughs> oh yeah that's Anyways. what you said first wasn't it yeah shrimp tacos shrimp sushi shrimp yeah i don't th- i don't think shrimp sushi that sounds dumb yeah that's like a lot to say i don't that's i don't know if he ordered that that might have been hard to do 
It yeah. might have been the shrimp tacos. <laughs> I just saw shrimp and I saw rice, but I remember somebody saying sushi. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We'll catch you next episode. Love you. Yeah, thanks for being back, deuces. <laughs> Bye.